the most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hey, everybody, welcome in. Another edition of King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazzoe in our studios in Farmington. We'll head out to Terry Foster and Jimmy King. T Foss, welcome in, man. Uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And uh, here we are, another day in paradise. It's a beautiful day. You know what? It was so, it was so nice today. I went out and bought flowers. I'm going to plant some flowers later on when we're done today. Good for so you, I'm Mr. Rogers. Good for you. <laughs> And Jimmy, you're indoors because it's 100 degrees in Plano, Texas. Yes, it is. Uh, the sun is tap dancing on our forehead. So I'm inside today trying to get a little AC and stay uh-huh. cool. Hey, guys, uh, I wanted to bring something up. And uh, I think it's good news going forward, especially if you're a sports fan. I think it's going to be fun. Looks like the NBA is bringing back a 22-team format. I'm kind of digging it. They're going to resume in Orlando. 22 teams invited in a a big bubble there. 13 Western Conference teams, 9 Eastern Conference teams. They're going to play 8 regular season games to get loose and a possible play-in tournament for the 8th seed and playoff. So the 8s and 9s can have a chance at it. The bubble teams are the Pelicans, Blazers, Spurs, Kings, Suns, and Wizards. Now, we know the Pelicans, they want them in because they got Zion Williamson. The other teams, they probably have no chance of even winning a game. But what do you think about this? I'm going to go to uh, Jimmy first. What's your take? I like it. Let's get it cracking. Let's get the season going. (laughs) Tired of waiting. Let's get it going. The bottom uh, eight who uh, didn't make the tournament, you know, 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 those are the breaks. And, And that's why the regular season is important. Go ahead, Terry. Now, they're going to have the top 16 teams regardless of division or regardless of conference. They're going to go back into conferences after the regular season. So the only thing thing they're worried about, play eight games, and that will eliminate uh, six teams. It will bring it down from 22, uh, excuse me, from 22 down to 16. And then you go into your own conferences and play. Good plan, but here's what I would do. I would have those bottom teams playing for the 16th spot. I I wouldn't have conferences. There's no need to have conferences because the reason the NBA doesn't want to have conferences is because they don't want travel. They don't want to do a first-round series, uh, Portland against Brooklyn or L.A. against New York or something like this. Since you're all in the same spot, here's your opportunity to just have the top 16 teams in the NBA play and uh, just go that way. And if it's L.A. and Brooklyn in the first round, so be it. So that's the only change that I would make. I agree with Jimmy. Let's get it cracking. Another thing that makes me excited, no more Pistons. I do not want to see that team. The rest of the <laughs> what? Cut it out. That's the whole town. You Stop hating on my Pistons. Brother, if you're bad, you're bad. <laughs> Now, hey, you got a great coach and Coach Casey. He was a coach of the year last year. He's getting our guys together. I got faith in Detroit. I tell you what, we'll we'll watch them get it together next year, which is going to start in January. Don't want to see anything. <laughs> I, I'm done with bad basketball, meaningless basketball. Let's get something cracking that's going to 
say, okay, this game is important. Why, why have unimportant NBA games in July and August? It makes no sense. Right. I agree. That's why you got to have the bottom eight out. Um, I do like the format and I do agree with you, Terry. Uh, it would be exciting to have a play in for that last spot. Um, I think it would be, you know, a little higher stakes and um, a little bit more competitive. And I think we'll get some surprises, obviously, because of uh, the circumstances. You just don't know what kind of shape guys are in. Um, you just don't know, you know, physically, mentally, what, what, what shape guys are in. It's a new format. They're going to be in the, in the same proximity. So, you know, just psychologically and, and aesthetically is going to be completely different for the guys. So it'll be interesting to see um, how that will play out. Let me, brother, why not have the top 16 teams rather than go through this eight in the East, eight in the West? Here's your opportunity to have the best playoff that you possibly could. Travel won't be an issue. Let's do it that way. That, I agree, that's what Terry. I, I totally agree. And I loved the matchups that oh, I thought I was going to see. I really did. I wanted to see a mix. I wanted to see something different this year. I mean, because let's face it, this year – is unlike any year we've seen before and any year that we're going to see going forward. If all the teams are in Orlando, they should have just let it be the top 16 and mix them up, one against 16, and go on and right. go forth. I would have loved to see the Nets against uh, the Lakers. I would have loved to see it. Maybe Durant plays. <laughs> Maybe Kyrie plays. And that's what I'm saying. It was like, you know, you could have had a perfect storm. You could have had a – like a, uh, a professional college style tournament, you know, like a, like a March madness style, right. You know, tournament, uh, for the pros, that would have been awesome. I dig it. man. Now, Jimmy, here's another issue for you, Mr. Former NBA player, the Pistons are not going to be in this 22 team format. But what they're proposing for teams that don't, that are not part of this process is they have a mini camp, maybe a uh, mini tournament, it means absolutely nothing that they play, I guess, in their practice facilities. You as a player, what is the benefit for you to play that? I mean, you have a chance of getting injury and meaningless games, which I don't like. But would you participate in something like that? And, and if you would, what's the benefit for you? Absolutely, I would participate in that. A couple of reasons. I'll get back in shape. Um, and, and, well, first, I'll get back in shape and – um, I would assume that you will be getting paid while you're practicing or playing. Oh, there it is. Or, there it is. You know, going through. Uh, you're making, you're making your, no, it's not just about that. I'm just saying, like, you you know, sure it is. You, you're going to be working out anyway. So why not make it competitive and collect the check <laughs> if that's possible? But, 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 but more than that, um, you're now – you know, it's a market, you know, you, <clears throat> you're auditioning for your next contract, you're auditioning for the next team or, you know, whatever. So for those guys who are seemingly, you know, at the bottom of the league is team wise and, you know, maybe on the move, of course, I want to keep playing. I want to be seen and, and, and against my peers. So uh, it's a, it's a, you know, the business doesn't stop. They still have to keep evaluating. They still have to try to get better. So I'll, I'll be all for that. Okay, I understand that. I respect that. That's a good good answer there, young man. 
Um, <laughs> the reason they want to do it, you, know, you is, guys just don't want y'all don't want to practice. You don't want to play. <laughs> you don't want to no, pay. Like what's going I on? Want like y'all just don't want to. Y'all want to talk about sports, but. Only in this world, you want to hey. cut games. You want to let them We know. We know why you want to play. It's okay. We can cut right to the chase. It's okay. We love you though. Yeah, so you can get paid. <laughs> That's right. Cut the check. <laughs> so I see what you're all about. You know. That's I right. Remember after you play for the game. And I know he occasionally Not- watches the show. And I hate to put him out here because he's really my guy. He really likes to stay low key. But Kiwi Baker just reminded me something the other day about the game, about professional sports. And he literally just said this yesterday. He said that if he wasn't getting paid, he wasn't playing. Like, plain and simple. Like, if that check wasn't cut, there's no need for me to go out there because just like you said, you you run the risk of getting injured. Right. That's your business. So if you're going to go out there and risk it, right? Why why not why would you not get paid for it if you can? No, that's true. I have absolutely no problem with that. Or the reverse of that is is devastating. The reverse of that is is that you know when they're done with you, they're done with you. Regardless of how good you are. We've seen the greatest of the great. We've seen Michael Jordan get Kicked out of Chicago, basically. So when they're done with you, they're done with you. So get every penny you can. It's a business. Well, I, and, and I agree with that. And would anybody is- own a team if they didn't make money off of it? Would anyone own a business if they knew they weren't going to make money? No. Would I have worked 30-something years for the news and 97 if I wasn't getting paid? No, I wouldn't. Uh, you would never would have heard from me. So yeah, I understand. Yeah, cut that check. That's for everybody. So I don't I don't begrudge professional athletes for saying, you know what, I'm not going to play if you don't pay me the proper, you know, money because we all do that. So people work for minimum wage because they have no clout. They have no choice but to work for minimum wage. If they didn't have to, they would say, you know, you know what, I'm going to work for twenty five dollars an hour, and uh, if you're not going to pay me. I'll go get it somewhere else. If they had that kind of clout, they would leave uh, whatever they're involved in immediately. So I have no problem with people wanting to cut that check. Sometimes the check is smaller, but you get all that you can get for as long as you can get. Hey, let me throw this out at you guys. There's going to be roughly 30 people per team traveling to Orlando because you got your players, you have your uh, assistant coaches, you have your trainers. You have uh, all of that. You got your executives. About 30 per team. So it's about 660 people are going to be traveling to the Orlando bubble. Now, they're going to eat there. They're going to sleep there. They're going to shower there. But what prevents them, Jimmy, I'm going to ask you as a player, what's going to prevent you from, hey, let's get the hell out of here and, and go look for some trouble? I know it's Orlando, but you know trouble will travel to Orlando. Just like the Super Bowl. Absolutely. That's going to separate. That's going to separate the, the the good from the great, the ones who are you know there to uh, to to hunker down and, and focus on um, you know winning a championship. That's going to be the difference. So you're going to see that. You're going to see and and today these guys are friends. So they're going to be 
you know, going to dinner together, <laughs> hanging out. It's a new day. It's going to be some things that we're not accustomed to. So, um, I, I, you know, really, that's why I'm, I, it's going to be interest, interesting to see how this plays out because there are going to be games that they're going to, you know, be tighter than usual uh, because of the proximity in which they are living. So it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting to see again because it's going to kind of take them back to like camp, you know, when growing up, like, you know, five-star camp or, um, you know, where you uh, stayed in the dorms, but you were competing um, to be seen and, 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 and to go up in the ranks. It, that's what this is. And, and so again, you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out because like you said, Mass. You know, you're going to see people hanging out. They're going to be getting into trouble. They're going yeah. to be. They're not it's supposed to be. leave because you're supposed to stay in that bubble because, God forbid, you go out, mix with well, someone. And people are going to come to that bubble. Yeah. Like you said, people are going to converge because knowing that there's going to be all these NBA players there and uh, potential to, you know, There's got to be security. Them. Security has got to be beefed up big time. And, Terry, you've been to Super Bowls before. I mean, you know what travels with the Super Bowl city. You know you can go anywhere and get in trouble. The hookers, brother. That's what. Just say it, Maz. You're talking about the hookers that are going to. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess so. Come on now. And you know what? NBA players always get in trouble. Oh, During God, the 19. 19- NBA Finals. Uh, the writers, a bunch of us, we went to a nightclub, and we had too much to drink. And the thing I'm thinking about is, damn, how am I going to walk to my hotel? I have no idea where it is. Thank God there was like 30 of us blitzed. We left the nightclub at two in the morning. I, as I'm leaving, do you know who I saw? Jerome Kersey, Kevin Duckworth, and Terry Porter, who are supposed to play in an afternoon game the Ooh. next day. Wow. They rolled out as we did. Did they and get they creamed the game. that game? Did they lose that game? Yes, they did. They lost all three games. So if you were a betting man, if you were a betting man and saw those guys out, if you were a betting man and saw those guys staying out, you could just call your bookie and say, all right, give me the Pistons minus, minus eight here. Yeah, you know what? If I was thinking like that, I, w- I should have done that. Yeah. That's something, man. But they, but these dudes always are getting in trouble. Of course, I know. not a professional like Jimmy King, but I mean, no, they, not they Jimmy. do. Not Jimmy. There's not a woman waiting in every hotel lobby for these guys. No, I, I know. I know. No, no last, uh, last Super Bowl, I think the straight last Super Bowl I went to was in Miami. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I, I left my hotel. We stayed right on, on Miami Beach. So I went to the Atlantic Ocean, and I saw this woman – with her cell phone and she had it down to the waves. So whoever was listening on the other end could hear the waves. And I, I talked to this woman, I said, well, how come you, you, you got your cell phone down by the ocean? She said, well, I'm here on business <laughs> and uh, my mother has never been to the Atlantic ocean. So I wanted her to hear it. Aww. So I ended up talking to this woman. Her name was hot. H O T C, right? Nice. She was a 
Hooker, and she explained to me how they come in a caravan that they're part of they're part of a group. Yeah. It's like ten to twelve different women and they have a guy that oversees them, but they, they stay in the whole same hotel. They have different areas that they're supposed to hit and all they do is they hit Super Bowls and big events. NBA All Star Game. Yeah. And not the NBA finals because you gotta go back and forth, but stuff like that. Big sporting events. That's what they did for a living. Oh yeah. And uh, she said they're 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 there all week because the players get there the Sunday before the game, and uh, so do a lot of the fans, and they say they make lots of money. Yes, they do. So we know what you're talking about, Mass. The hookers do converge, and they will converge on Orlando if uh, you want to have some fun. There's going to be more than Mickey Mouse going on down there. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Minnie, Goofy, the whole crew. And I just you know, see Minnie Mouse in the bikini, man. Like – you know, the, the, the professional help has been out of work, too, now. So don't think they're not paying attention. They, they will be down there. They will travel, and they're coming from all they, – there will be some from your state of New York, L.A., you know, Texas, Florida. Do you know where I saw my first pro on the NBA beat? Where? Who? Salt Lake City. Oh, she was Mormon, huh? No, she wasn't Mormon. She was, she was finding Mormons. I was kind of stunned by that. That's funny, man. That's funny. And where'd you find an Amish hooker? Nah, she was staying at our hotel, man. Now you got an Amish hooker because they're down in Indiana. Who's her name? Huh? I forget her name. I forget her name because I was so stunned to see a pro in Salt Lake City. I didn't even get her name. That's better than talking about John Stockton. I like it. I like it. You're listening oh, yeah, to uh, right. King and Foster right here on NRM Streamcast. Jimmy King, Terry Foster, Tom Mazaway, uh, just being quarterback over here in our studios in Farmington. You know, All right. Thanks, brother. Hey, take us. Uh, our state of Michigan is starting to open up restaurants, Terry. So wh- where are you going, brother? Yeah. But, um, James, you I know you're not going to come back until we're completely open, so we may not see you for another month. But the restaurants are opening uh, Monday. Where's the first place you want to go here in the state of Michigan as a uh, either bar or a restaurant? As a free is, man. Is there a spot? Uh, first that's place a good question. Any, the first place I think I would go, um, <laughs> I know this is going to sound crazy, would probably be <laughs> um, Ocean Prime. <laughs> oh, my. How's that crazy? That's a good restaurant, <laughs> Hell, man. You're going to take us and then. And it's seafood. Yeah. You know, it's a whole lot of things. So it's, But honestly, that's, that, that would be one of the first places I want to go. Hell, I was okay, happy. I was just gonna. I was just gonna go to B Dubs. I'm looking forward to some B Dubs. <laughs> right. That's where Maz wanted our last meal to be at B Dubs, and I talked him out of it. So we went somewhere else. <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense because you're getting a a gourmet meal in a great setting, and uh, it's not going to be in a styrofoam box where the flavor yes. is kind of lost. 
gets steamed out. That Yours makes a lot more sense than mine. First place I want to go to is a place called Wilson's because it's in my neighborhood. I know the people that go there and uh, they just like to have beers, eat appetizers, talk shit. That's all I want to do, man. And no so wrong with that either. I'm cool with that too. So when I get back okay. to the when I get back to the D, when I get back to Michigan, you gotta take me to the spot. I love beer. I love beer, good food, good company. I'm down with it. I'll take you to the spot if you take me to Ocean Prime. Yeah, me too. Deal. Deal. All right. Ocean Prime is I've only been there once and uh I got this drink and it was like um they put dry ice in it, and it's got all this the steam, smoke, and stuff coming out of it. It was pretty neat. Um, so, yeah, that's you know, that place. Is- I also like going there because every time I've been there, I've always had uh, the food has always been good, and the service has been great. The people, uh, the staff has always been, um, you know, very cordial. And just I love the vibe and the atmosphere. Uh, so all of that is the reason why I would like, you know, that would be, you know, Top on my list to 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 to, a, to go to when uh when it opens up. You know, there's going to be some bad news though. When we open up, a bunch of restaurants are going to be closed because they haven't earned any revenue for the last two or three months. Uh, I, there's some places that are just not going to be able to make it. And the sad thing is, you you may have a restaurant that you love, and you may go there, and it's not going to be open. That, that's the sad thing about this whole thing with this pandemic and closing of the state and everything. I'm going to hate to see that, but there's going to be some spots that we want to go to. We're not going to be able to anymore. Times have just changed. It is. And again, it's going to be adjustment just for everything, mm-hmm. just like it's going to be adjustment for us, what we consider normal and getting back to normalcy is going to be the same as sports. You know, it's going to be an adjustment period. Some, some are going to do it better than others. Um, so, you know, that, and that's what I want to see. I want to see who's able to mentally, uh, you know, uh, push through all the, the diff, the things that's going around them and focus and get the job done on the court. That's, that's, that's what, that's what I want to see. I want to see who's best at handling, uh, things when things aren't, uh, supposed to, or when, when things are unpredictable. Hey Terry, I'll start with you. Do you do you guys even care anymore about baseball? I mean, they're fighting like kids. Yes, I do care. I'm kind of pissed about it though. Uh, it looks like baseball is going to blow the layup. We may not see baseball, and it won't be because of the pandemic. It's going to be because they can't reach an agreement. Um, now, the last time I heard that the owners want to prorate the salaries, which I kind of understand. But they want to prorate it and then take some more money off of that. Um, You know, I I have a belief in the world. Sometimes if you're able to do it, you need to take the hit because fans take hits all the time. They pay more than they should. Um, We all take hits. Uh, I think in this case, the owners need to take a hit. They're still going to make some TV money uh, just Prorate the salaries. I'm okay with that, but don't prorate them and then take additional money off of that. Let's reach some common compromise so that we're able to go to baseball games, have a good time, and um, you know en- enjoy the atmosphere. Take a hit for us. 
Ain't gonna happen. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's this. I mean, to me, I, I we you know we've been talking about this for weeks now. It's common sense. I think you know the the, the players should take a prorated contract. The and the owners, like you said, they're going to get their money uh, based on the TV contracts. Keep it moving. Obviously, there must be something underlying there or something that's coming down the pike that, you know, I guess uh, one side or the other isn't willing to budge on and and, and they're going and they're willing to sacrifice the season to make a statement. Yeah. You know, my point is this. Let's say I'm worth one point two billion dollars. All right. I'm living large. You got houses and boats and yachts and planes and all this stuff. And you're telling me, if I play the season, I'm going to lose $20 million. Here's my response. Yeah. So what? Right. You are underestimating competitors. They're competitors, too. That $20 million means... They don't want to compete. I'll put, like put it to you like this. If you got $1,000 and you bet twenty. That twenty means something. I know. Okay, if I got a billion, and I'm gonna lose <laughs> that twenty million. Million means something because that's an extra yacht, like you said, right? It is what it is, guys. Community sometimes. Hey, it is what it is. We're out of time, and thankfully, we don't have to talk anymore about if baseball is coming back or not. Just come back, will you? Hey, thanks to Terry and Jimmy. Thanks behind the glass to David and Angel. We got Darren McCarty and coming up uh, right after this. Keep it here. King and Foster on NRM Streamcast. (laughs) 